It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. podcast i believe this is episode 31 i believe uh and we got some big news this has been a crazy week 31 uh, 31 years jackson's been watching the bears lose you know, they, that's they, almost gonna be me yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know why he's flicking me off that's gonna be me in a little bit yeah that's <laughs> got the, the, little, the nathan uh, this is the nathan basher episode i the, guess the right nathan basher episode hey do you know what today is the anniversary of the bears winning the super bowl i saw Whew. I mean, wow. uh, we got that going for us. Got that going. We got a lot of good news, both for, like directly affecting the Bears and indirectly affecting the Bears with possible players leaving their team. But I guess let's just address the the big news. The, the Bears hired a GM. They didn't go with the head coach before the GM, which was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, so what is this like your initial reactions on the Bears hiring Ryan Poles from the Kansas City Chiefs? I like it. Yeah, I think every review that you see that, you know, he's um, I get that there are some similarities, you know, like similar age to what Ryan Pace was. They were both uh, linemen, even though Pace was defensive line. Um, I get the whole same initials, which was kind of weird and similar age, like I said. Um, And they've been with the same organization, but unlike Pace, who's only served under one boss, Poles has served over like multiple GMs and like has risen through the ranks in different ways. Than didn't they, didn't, did didn't I read that he got like promoted like each time in each yeah. regime? Yeah. Usually that happens to people that are good at that their job, you know? Well, or, or, or times like when a new regime comes in, they just completely, you know, clean house sometimes, you know, and for him to keep that job says like, Hey, this is, he must be doing something right. Yeah. He's got to be doing something right. So, I think that was the biggest, like, because I saw, like, hot takes on Twitter. It's just like, well, Ryan Pacel was only with one organization. But I'm like, this guy was in multiple roles under multiple GMs because Kansas City was a mess before they kind of got settled in. He's And he's got an easy first year in, in the sense of hard because, yes, you have to pick the coach, but you don't have to pick a quarterback right away. You don't have a first-round pick. So you really have some – money to play with right so he's gonna right. you know potentially be good i mean what was the i mean the knocks on him is the fact that what he's young i mean he's just as young as pace, pace was, was a year old pace was a year yeah. older yeah, yeah just as young as him and pace was like out of nowhere it seemed like everyone was interviewing this guy yeah and like everyone wanted yeah, he he had uh interviews last year i think with carolina and he had interviews with the giants and the vikings and, you know, he had final interviews with the Vikings, supposedly on that day that they were going to the Bears hired him. Um, and, you know, I think the Bears, I, I kudos to the Bears for being aggressive and be like, no, nope, we're going to get our guy now. You know, like, yeah, don't let yeah. don't let a second interview go with the Vikings. And I don't think he, I don't think we even mentioned him in our previous podcast about possible GMs. He might have not even I kind of like, like that, though. I kind of yeah, like he might have He might have not even been like talked about or like in any heard about. Um, from like articles or saying if he was going to get interviewed or not, but I, uh, I like it at, at very first, like initial reaction. I was just kind of like, had that Brian pace, like 
young guy, like inexperienced at a GM role, whatever. And then like reading articles and like you mentioned how coveted he was by the Chiefs organization. And he had multiple interviews for different organizations in previous years. Like that made me feel better. But the biggest thing that I think is going to be beneficial, especially for the Bears, is that he has shown that he can evaluate offensive line talent, similar to like kind of like what we were liked with uh, the Colts um, and, guy, Mo you Brown. Know, and to, to kudos to Pace, you know, Pace was able to develop defensive line talent, yeah. um, which, you know, before Pace got in town, you know, like the defensive line wasn't as good as it is now. And that's, you know, part partly to do Pace. And it's just like, you know, I think Pace's biggest issue is, you know, you're just finding makeshift offensive linemen. And like, you can't do that anymore if you have your, you know, your quote franchise quarterback. Well, and what, like you kind of mentioned uh, in our, in our group chat, Jackson, you kind of like, he took a whole, what, this one year, the big, huge thing in Kansas City was their offensive line got back or spanked around in the Super Bowl. And now it's like a complete 180. Yeah. They're and, solid. A, and, a, and a lot of people say it's because of this guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously, I think what helps the bear situation like over the Vikings or over the giants is one having Justin Fields, right? If, if the GM is like attracted to fields, like, Hey, this was a guy we would have picked if we didn't have like Mahomes type of thing. Um, I think obviously the bears cap situation helps, you know, pretty good. You know, you look at the giants cap situation, which we talked about a couple weeks ago and it's awful, right? Like the rebuild for the giants is just going to be too much of a mountain to climb. Um, when you look at it on paper, you know, the Vikings, you know, Kirk Cousins, I, you're, you're locked into him most likely yeah, for another year because maybe a wild card or, you know, they win the division. If Rogers yeah. leaves, no, that's, I don't see Kirk Cousins taking this team far in the playoffs. Um, you have pieces on our team that could turn out to be the pieces yeah. in the long run. You you might be you might have something locked in in the quarterback position. You might you ha- yeah you might have a left tackle, and as long as you're willing to give them money, you have a middle linebacker and captain of the defense. So really, right. we we just need we have pieces. Uh, but if he could if he could make a solid wall of offensive line. Oh, that could, bear that fans could, would, yeah. Bear fans that, would love it. The meat and that potato could protect, fans. Our oh, dads, yeah. our dads would love him. Oh yeah. If he, if he could get something that could protect fields and then, you know, depending on what we do with Montgomery, but then the Khalil Herbert show and all this, and we could just be a ground and pound fields can do those deep passes. If that's what he can do to this team, that's all he needs to do. And the, the great thing about it and the upside is, Yes, if it's a downside that he's so young, yes, it's a downside. But like, where else is there to go besides being a GM? You because he. What I'm trying to say is, I guess he could be on our team for a long time if he hits. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, and that's that's what we want. Um, and just yeah, you kinda... want that ten year statue type of yeah. person. We we and don't yeah. want we don't want a GM that's going to come in here and be older, and then you know it's a five year thing. Granted, obviously things can happen, and obviously pace is an example of what happens when you got to change regimes. But we're looking at young, young team, a young GM fits right in there if that is the right pick. And you know, I think Absolutely. when we talk about like reevaluating the offensive line, um, you know, we we briefly talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, do you do something where you get like a 
free agent left tackle that's going to be on the market and you move Borum or Jenkins into guard. Oh yeah. That's, you, that's you a know, decision like, right like, away with the yeah, money like, you have. Like really looking at like your lineup and like the stats and like, where do you put players in the best position? You know? Um, uh, and, and in Kansas city, he's actually, he's built his offensive line, not just through draft picks or just through free agency, but through both. Like trades, trades, yeah, you, you have to free agency. Yeah. And the, I, I believe they like, have, I forgot what position like, they have like, they drafted. He's played a majority of this year. I think he started every game. I think they drafted like a lineman in the second round who started every game. I, I think every reason why we liked Morocco Brown, we like for Ryan Poles. We just didn't know who Ryan Poles was. And if he was a, he, on nowhere, at, exactly. Never saw anything on Twitter. Yeah, or so we don't know. Podcast. We, we wouldn't have talked about him, but we, I'm sure it seems like we were all in it. And we, we wanted Morocco Brown because he was an offensive lineman. I mean, this guy was cut right. by the Chicago bears played offensive line for Matt Ryan Matt Ryan just tweeted about him today saying, you know, what a great guy. I mean, it he's played it, D1. It looks it looks great. It looks great and that's and I mean, it, the last the one of the last interviews I saw of him what 2 weeks ago, he's wearing an uh, offensive line mastermind or whatever uh hoodie that you know, he came in today for, with his car at like 5 in the morning they I don't know if you guys saw the video and he's oh, like, people were bitching that he wasn't wearing a suit. Guy comes out with like a hoodie and stuff. I'm like, first of all, it seems like it's cold as shit in Chicago right now. It is. I, and and like two, I don't want this guy wearing a suit. That's not why you hired him. You, you hired this guy to be good at picking football players. Uh, I mean, I know that I mentioned before that my resolution Plus no one's was, in the office. No one's in the office. Yeah, it's five o'clock in the morning. It's negative yeah. 10 degrees out, wherever. But He'll wear a suit on draft night, like he doesn't yeah. need to be wearing. Yeah. Or when he's <laughs> doing, or when he's doing interviews, he doesn't yeah. put a belt in a full, full, uh, piece suit. Man, what a, what a slob. Um, <laughs> but I know my New Year's resolution was to not overreact about anything. But like, I'm not gonna lie, when when that video that you were referencing, Tim, he just like looked at the camera and was like, "Let's go to work." I got a little tingle. I got a little. Oh, I gotta see. The, I gotta see the video. The butt. I, I I did not see the video. He just, you know, that was it. It was literally him getting out of a car, like grabbing his bags. He he stared at the camera. What kind of car did he have? A Mercedes. Okay. He he just like stared. And I was like, hey, (laughs) certainly better than what we were four weeks ago. If we're getting butt tingles, I'll take it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So now, so we got that settled, I guess. I mean. But and no, it's great that we finally, and I think we all at least feel better that the GM came before the coach because I yes, think that yeah. that there would have been a, a podcast of us all probably either heavily drinking or swearing an awful lot. Uh, yeah, I'm relatively calm. Did you well, guys it, see George McCaskey pick this guy up at the airport wearing Asics? Asics and like, <laughs> like, just like cold you know, jeans. Or like a Letterman's jacket or something. Yeah, yeah a you know, I appreciate like him picking jacket. him up. I, 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 you know, I think it's cool that he picked him up. But like, could you be, can you stand out anymore? You know, like, can you like at least try to be a little incognito about like, he hey, I'm wear... just gonna wear all this Bears swag and don't. Hopefully, no one knows it's me, George McCaskey. The jacket he was wearing is like something even like Bear Man would be like, oh, that's like so gaudy. I'm not wearing that. It's just like the leather sleeves with like the Letterman like. I, I haven't worn my Letterman jacket since senior year of high school. And, you know, you know, he thought he was like a badass walking through the airport and that thing with his Asics, like you were saying to him. He, he thought he was bad as hell. Um, oh, yeah. But it just it, it just I like 
having a GM who played football. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who yeah. played, like you said, in D1. Obviously, you love Oh, we're losing him again. Because it did. Oh, you broke up. Yeah, you broke up for like oh, five okay. seconds. I, yeah. Sorry, dudes. I am on the laptop, but um, whatchamacallit, you know, Arizona Internet, I guess. But um, whatchamacallit, I forgot what I was going to say. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I, I know the big, let's be in Chicago and listen to sports radio every morning. The big thing oh, was I, like. I'm sure it's interesting. I, I, I now listen just, to it. Just going, talking about how George picked him up from the airport. People were saying that like. Do you think that was like corny? Do you think they should have sent like a limo for him or like a car, like and chauffeured him to Hell's Hall? What what do you like the him picking him up at the airport O'Hare? I, I mean, kind of sure like he, it. I think he just looked like Ned Flanders doing it. Yeah, he looked he looked whack. You know, but, like I think it sends a message like I'm the boss, I'm picking you up. But like maybe he should maybe would have been wearing a suit to the airport. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because like we got our guy and he's signed up. But like the optics of it did. Yeah. Look, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, like, oh, is this yeah. my driver? This guy who's who's your driver? Weird George, un- who's your weird uncle is this picking me up? <laughs> but well, I mean, I guess I, I guess that's a very McCaskey. I, I guess George is very like a personal person, you mm-hmm. know, from what I've read. So like that doesn't shock me. But yeah, like it's just he looked like like a Cole's dad. Yeah, he probably had some like Werther's original candies in his cup holder that he offered Ryan on the way <laughs> yeah. back. Or the strawberry candy. <laughs> he had the hard strawberry strawberry hard candy that yeah. all old people have, and he's like, "We're gonna make this a nice ride." Had probably like some some oldies on on the way back. I mean, that's a long drive from O'Hare to Hellas Hall. Yeah, I'm sure he has a lot of great conversations going on. But hey. We got our guy. We got our guy, and I'm I'm happy. I think we need to talk about the real part of the deal, which is he wouldn't have accepted the job if he didn't have the final say in the hiring part of the head coach. And from all accounts, it looks like he does. It looks like McCaskey has has done officially what he said he wouldn't do kind of in the press conference, and he's kind of stepping back, or at least they have a short list, but it sounds like that shortlist is also guys that Ryan Poles liked. And it seems like if he doesn't like them, he can go out and talk to more people like they're completely hands off. So, yeah, and I, don't, I don't have a problem with like their, them having their like group of guys that they interviewed before they hired a GM just to kind of like compare and contrast and like show Ryan, this is what we looked at. Like, and he, just gotta, in our research. And um, you have to think Ryan knew that he was going to be picked for, a you know position right that like he knew he was a top c- candidate so he has to evaluate coaches too right and if there's similar matches he's like hey this this is my notes on oh, excuse me on dan quinn or jim caldwell or matt Uberflus. oh you know, 100 like, they had, talked yeah. about him in the interview and if yeah, they right. didn't if they didn't and then the like honestly i almost like that he came in and interviews are today because it showed that he was talking about them in the interview in his interview. Because if he wasn't, he wasn't prepared. Yeah, he's not going to have it yeah. done in twelve hours or whatever it would be. So we so we talk about the three headed monster. That uh, so wh- who is it? Did? Is it Eber Eberfluss, uh, yeah. Quinn, Eberflus. and Caldwell? Eberflus. 
Everflus, yeah. Flus. That is, yeah, that Snus. is the current like short list of candidates that I know that the, Caldwell and Quinn. Uh, that mm-hmm. Polian, George, and what's his face, Ted Polian. Phillips, I guess liked. And those who are, did the, Ted Phillips and Polian like? I, th- I think oh, those were them. Those were the three that they kind of yeah. like collectively said these are like who are kind of leaning towards, and they've. Gotten so let's do interview. let's do a pros and cons of each one. Like let's oh, be yeah. fair to I'm, each three. I, before we do that, I'm just surprised that, and I, that's the only thing I would think that not not saying that he would, but it's 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 surprising that Brian Flores is like not getting like Jacksonville. I think they just said they're hiring Byron Leftwich. They're very close. Yeah, that's it, I, it I looks, saw a report about two hours ago. Looks like Giants are going the Dabble route, and it looks and it, from what I've heard, Dabble didn't interview well with. Our our interview panel or whatever. I heard uh, Dabble is also being considered in Miami as well. I can oh, see him doing okay. well. I can see him doing well in Miami. Gotcha. So, but I mean, he it's knows just, he it's, knows it's, that division. Yeah, it's weird with Flores because they played together in Boston College. You know, and maybe I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he knows something about Flores that is starting to kind of tack on with that. He might. You know, be I think the whole the whole thing with Flores is like. He, you know, we 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 had red flags about him where it's like he has not done well picking with management. OCs. Yeah. Well, with picking OCs, getting along with understaff, and getting in like unnecessary fights with like the higher ups and like. Yeah. If you can't, I if we don't have the same OC, whoever um, whoever whatever OC we have now, I need them to be our OC for two three years, or Fields is going to go nowhere. It must be yeah. a repeat of Cutler and that whole so saga. Ranking Cutler the three, had every, Cutler had every what every single year or the longest that he had was like for two years, something stupid. What you said? So pros and cons of the three? Yeah, let's do that. Do you want to do yeah. the Colts Colts guy first? Because we already kind of talked about him. I kind of want him. to. Yeah, Eberflus. Yeah. What are um, cons? I I'm probably it's gonna take me about a year to pronounce the name. Bad showing the last month. Um, not had no previous head coaching experience. I know that is another, I mean, maybe not a con for some people, but no, that's the con. That's the con. That was a big thing that you said that you wanted there. Yeah. You yeah. were, you were about that two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I still is for me, but I'm, for most people, they might not take that as a con. They might want to go with the younger or whatever, but for, for me, especially and all of us, that is a con. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. Just that last week, the last Jets week. just said it. Yeah. I can't get that. I, I can't I get mean, that taste in my mouth. Colts did not have a good month of December. They really didn't. Like, I get historically since he's been there, they've been it. I think okay. His pro is historically the Colts the past five years have had a very good defense. Right? They have. They've been consistent. Um, another con is that they played in a terribly weak division. I mean, I know the Titans have been playing well and they, they were first place and they made the AFC championship game two years ago. I think it was, but I mean, you play Jacksonville and uh, Houston twice a year. Right. So con for me is he, not just because he's a defensive guy, but our head coach, even though it's, this is going to be our OC that probably does it more. Our, our head coach has to be somewhat knowledgeable in developing fields as a player, professional Everything, right. right? The human growth part. Well, what what quarterback on the Colts has Eberflus worked with that is he could take that from? Now, it couldn't be Wentz this year because Wentz 
Is it he's kind old. of a men- he, well? He's a mental case. He played even worse down the stretch. That's not something that he can compare Fields to and be like, here's how you here's how you're supposed to do it. Where at least Caldwell, what had Stafford, and you got Matt Ryan with Quinn. So like, there's no quarterback insight from Caldwell. Also Fields. had luck too. Didn't didn't he have? Oh yeah, he had, or, yeah. no, he had Peyton Manning. He had Peyton Manning. Yeah, so Iberflus didn't wasn't you know I mean there's no there's no quarterback like there's nothing he can say like hey I've seen this firsthand rather than on TV. Yeah, it's been uh, like you said Wentz and then Jacoby Brissett like that's not really if we're trying to develop a young quarterback that's not necessarily kind um, of bode well for for his resume. But I guess pros pros like that I don't think are needed. He's also young. Forward. Yeah, that's that is a pro. He's young, which is good and bad. But I was gonna say pro, not that the Bears need it, but it sounds like he's a good culture guy. Like people like playing for him. Um, why are you laughing? <laughs> like times you don't like fucking. You don't I, like I hear that. Guys? I hear that. I hear that about James Franklin. I hear that about Matt Nagy. It's a culture guy. It's a culture guy, and you go five hundred. <laughs> you know, it's. I hate. I hate that. But okay. okay. You know, like he's a nice guy. Like, yeah, yeah. I you know, like I, just, I, I, I get that is important in today's era. Like, I, I guess I should say, real sergeant anymore. He's more respected from his, yeah, his team. Any other, any other pros for Eberflus? I mean, he took young defensive players and turned them into good defensive players. You All know, pro. so whether that's defense or offense, that's developing players and getting the best out of your players. So. And like, let's be honest, Bears culture is defense. You know, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, you, you've you've been able to develop and maintain talent. All right, let's go to Jim Caldwell. Con, he's sixty-seven years old. That's the biggest con, right that's there. A, I, I, that's a thirty-one-year-old difference. That's just—it's more so of why he. There's nothing against him. If you if you roll back his age, he might be the top candidate. But oh I, yeah. Just, I can't, you know, I, I, are we really hiring him thinking that he's going to groom somebody to be the next coach coach or for like eight years for yeah, eight long years for that you have to think? Yeah. 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 Like you're talking about a guy that might not even make it just because of himself. Cause he had health issues, uh, what a couple years ago too. He might not even make it through fields rookie deal, like health wise. Like yeah, not, so not, 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 not even like getting fired or resigned. I'm talking about health wise. So and he's like, going to be, he's going to be in Chicago for eight games a year or in the cold weather, or I guess eight or nine games a year. Um, so it's not like he's just like in the nice warm weather environment. He's, he's always pe- been a dome coach too. Old, old people in the cold, you know, they don't mix very well. So there's that, I, I guess pro he's, he's worked with a lot of quarterback talent and developed quarterback talent i mean he won a super bowl with joe flacco as offensive coordinator matthew stafford was playing some of his best football when he was uh the head coach of the lions and the fact that he won as a lions coach should be like number one on his pro on his his resume he's he's been to a super bowl as a head coach too yeah with the and i get that was tony dungy's team i pro good record against green bay yeah, he's been on the record playoffs twice with Detroit, like Kevin alluded to, and like that's hard to do. Um, offensive-minded guy. He's an older offensive-minded guy, which might, you know, that experience I think can Con, help. He has been the NFL. He wasn't in the NFL last year. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Yeah, 
So, I mean, if we're just even talking about last year, he ain't in it. So and it's like, not even just NFL. It's just like coaching in general. I mean, yeah. he's also, not, he he's has also, not coached. He has not coached throughout any of the COVID pandemic. I think that's a huge thing to not to understand that what players are dealing with and how to handle that. And you the don't logistics. know. You don't know any of that because you haven't been in the league. I think also what helps him. That's a good con. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's a thing that you're going to have to be dealing with. You know, right. I mean, I, 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 I mean, think about that. Like in the fact that you're so like you're going to have to onboard him about that whole process and how to handle that. And while the right, players this is what should, we do, he should know how to do that before players. You know, he should. I don't know. It's just not what, that we your, had problems with it, but like, I don't what's know. your COVID I, plan? It's just, just something that he's never had to experience at in his coaching career. Now, yeah. now no, that's, this that's, a, that's a yeah, that's, that's a great a, point. It's a great point. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, I think what's also a good con or pro pro excuse me with Caldwell is you know he's not a rah rah guy. You know he he's like I've seen clips of him like he's he doesn't need like raise his voice, but he controls the room because the respect that he gives from players yeah. and, and it's like given back to him. Sounds like a good culture. Um, but, but it's like a stern, you know, it's like, I don't need to like th- throw shit or I don't need to be like a Ray Lewis or like a Vince Lombardi and get and going on from ass. like the ultimate rah, rah guy to that might be kind of a good thing pro for him. And this is just because the, uh, just of the three dudes that we're talking about when he came out and said, or people said that he, in his interview, he said, I have a good tailored plan to Justin Fields. And now all three candidates are going to say that, but he's the one that actually can back it up because he has offense experience. So he's worked with three, you know. Yes. So he's the only when, when, when all career. three of them have to say that in the room, like I have a plan for Justin Fields. His plan for Justin Fields right now has the most holds the most water. Right. I mean, we could shit on Joe Flacco, but Joe Flacco's had a very good NFL career. Yeah, I mean, you he, know? Plays, he played yeah. his best season with him as offense coordinator. So. Um, I just thought of a, I just thought of one that could be like a pro or a con, depending on how it kind of uh, unfolds. But is he so old that his like Rolodex of candidates for OC and DC are like, like, hey, no, I'm retired, I'm not coming back, or is his Rolodex <laughs> so deep because he's so old that he's got all these different, all these different people? He knows he can, everybody. Type yeah, of thing. he has connections with. So is it a pro because he's got all these connections, or is it? Con because he's so old that all all his friends are old too. It's not bad to have connections, right? And like obviously he knows who a lot of probably younger people are in the league. Like, yeah. Um, and that kind of brings me to our next person, and that's Dan Quinn. And I think right now Dan Quinn might be my leading person out of all three. I think if you were to rank, I think we just did a reverse order of how we probably would all yeah rank them. I think I think Quinn. I you know. Caldwell does seem. Caldwell does seem. I almost would flip. You go Caldwell. No, I would. Caldwell's probably on my last. Oh, you go. You go. Just because the age. Just because the age. If his yeah, if his age wasn't as high as it is, he'd probably be number one. But yeah, if he was like fifty-five, that'd be great. Yeah. I otherwise, I he's last just because I. I, I sure people are talking about oh well Caldwell could come in and then we could hire his OC as the next coach or whatever no I don't that's a loser mentality we got to yeah. come in thinking that this guy that we're hiring is going to take us to great years. places and yeah and, and how so, often does that work 
Yes. So I, that's why I have to rank it Quinn, uh, guy I can't pronounce, Eberflus, and then uh, Caldwell, just be, just because of that. But yeah, because yeah, you want a coach who's going to be there for like a, like a Sean Payton or Bill Belichick, you know, Mike I, McCarthy. Yeah, let, let's with let's attack Quinn then. I mean, Quinn was a part of the twenty-eight to three meltdown Atlanta defenses, and he was a defensive guy, and Atlanta here, never had a good defense. But here's something that's also not talked about about that. He made the playoffs the next year. Oh no, absolutely. I'm just saying if made that's a playoffs. con. If that if, if that's a con, that's a con the pro is he was able to rally his troops and get them back in the playoffs the next year. Right? Yeah, he has oh, yeah. he has three playoff wins, right? And the Bears I mean, have go with the go with the pro. Years. He he got fired when he was zero and five, and like the players were pissed. Yeah, and they self destructed that year. Yeah, the players wanted him, you know. So yeah, um, you look at I think the con is you know what's his plan? Uh, apparently, one of this pro is that he has his staff already picked out. Supposedly, right. it's what it's the offensive coordinator. It might be the offensive coordinator of the Rams or the, or the quarterbacks coach Kafka at uh, 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 KC. Not bad options to have. Well, in the con, or at least that people are saying when they hear those two things, they go, "Well, those two guys might get a job somewhere else." If you got an uh, if you got an offensive coordinator who gets a head coaching job, you you probably had a good time with that offensive coordinator. So that is not a con for me. If I'm gonna yeah. hire an offensive coordinator who is a prospective right. head coach, <laughs> you, um, you just want like a subpar OC so he sticks around forever. You could tell me I'm, we could have the best OC in Bears history for just one year. I'll take it. I mean, it was pretty oh, yeah. nice when Adam Gase looked, <laughs> yeah, I'll looked take like a good coach. Because, because Fields yeah, learned the from team, him then. The team sucked under Gase still. Like, they yes. were still under 500. Like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of garbage time points. Um, yeah. I think Quinn also, like, the respect that he has from the players, right? And apparently in the interviews, he's been knocking out of the ballpark. And they've asked him, like that, Tim, like, what did you learn from that Super Bowl loss? What would you have done better? Like... And I think from what I've read is that he was very honest about it. Like, obviously, it's the elephant in the room about him. Like, every and, every organization and, is going to ask, "What the hell happened in your Super Bowl?" And to, rightfully to, so. To to twist it again, like you twisted it, Jackson, where you said you they went to the playoffs last year or the year after that. To also twist it, it's Tom Brady, and like, you know, if that yeah. happened against you and that was like. Again, a Flacco who did that to you, then yeah, you probably don't, you know. But Tom Brady did that to you. Yeah, I, I you know, it's there, a little bit less. Of a, <laughs> yeah, a little bit less of a. Also, story great story. record and beat Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Yeah, he beat the crap out of him in the AFC, yeah in the champ in the divisional or championship game. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's Quinn. Um, what it took young talent in the defense this year? That yeah, was a, de- I, a defense in the Cowboys that was garbage last year and turned them into a decent defense. Yeah, and I think the Bears have. I get they have Parsons and I get they have Diggs. You know, I think that I I knock on Diggs. Yes, he get a lot of picks, but he also gives up a lot of yards as a you know corner, which pro, is frustrating. Pro, he went out and got and and gave Kyle Shanahan an offensive coordinator position. Yeah. Um, and it's from the looks of it, he let Kyle Shanahan run the offense, which is the exact problem we had with Nagy. Mike's, uh, or I'm sorry, Dan Quinn will, he will stay out of the way of offense. He'll, he'll be a coach, 
but he'll stay out of the way when it comes to that and just making sure that players are developing. And honestly, I, I, that's I what I want Caldwell, from a head coach. I get coach. from Caldwell and I get from Quinn almost, almost like a, a father figure type of thing, right? Like it's, yes, I'm a player's coach, but I know what it takes to get there, right? I know what it's like to have a good team what a good team culture is to get pro, to uh, he pro he was part of the legion of boom yeah i mean yeah. he's got he him and uh, caldwell are, are, are the only two i mean i don't know if Eberflos was like a assistant coach somewhere where they won a super bowl but he's got a super bowl he's been to two super bowls or th- was he the was he the dc when they lost to brady on the uh interception Ooh, by butler that might have been his first year in atlanta i don't but, know uh, what another another pro? What he got fired as head coach? So, but he has head coaching experience, right? Mm-hmm. We've which we already said got fired as a head coach and then immediately took a job de- defensive coordinator. You know, what I mean, yeah. didn't spend yeah. didn't spend time I, off. I, I stayed in the league. With Caldwell, with Caldwell and um, and with Quinn, they've won Super Bowls as coordinators and they've lost Super Bowls as head coach, right? So you know. Like coordinators never get the credit for winning a championship. Like you never credit your assistant coaches. They want it. They, they're hungry. They want it for themselves, right? They want to be on the podium when you know fucking Terry Bradshaw hands you the trophy. And again, he, you know, like if you're gonna lose, I know I've said it. If you're gonna lose to anybody in the Super Bowl, at least you lost to the greatest of all time. Yeah, and Caldwell lost to Drew Brees too. You know, so yeah. it's like they've lost to two of the three greatest quarterbacks we probably have ever seen. Um, but I think that chip on both their shoulders is like, yes, I have a ring, but I, it's not my ring. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, I like that. I just thought of a con that's kind of a, a kind of a silly one. But the last time the Bears hired a Dallas D.C. to be their head coach, it was Dave Wanstead. So Dave Wanstead did win a playoff game for the Bears. The last road playoff win was with Dave Watson, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> That's a horrible statistic. I just, I, I really, yeah. I think people are understating too how bad that Dallas defense was last year. Oh, absolutely. And like the fact I mean, that. Here's the thing. I, I get Micah had a lot of sacks and is going to get votes for defensive rookie of the year. I think you can, I think Roquan is still a better player, right? Just the versatility that Roquan. And we don't be. blitz Roquan. We don't. We hardly ever blitz him. And yeah. can you imagine with that kind of mindset? Again, if he already has an offensive still... coordinator picked out, he already and it's and it's if it really is one of those two guys, that looks good. The only thing is, I don't understand. Can we even have the Rams' offensive coordinator? Because wouldn't he just be good? Wouldn't well, no, wouldn't he just no? Like you can't. Wouldn't we have to like trade for him? Because it's not a promotion. It's lateral, offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Oh, I, I think it would have to be like I think that uh, like that the Rams had like to be McVay has to let him go. But like, do you let somebody go for? I th- I think that um, he did the same thing with Lafleur or what's his name. But Lafleur was getting a head coach job. He was getting he, a he went to the Titans before he went from the Rams to the Titans then to the Packers, I believe. So he okay. went lateral move to the Titans, and McVay said, "Yeah, you can do that." And then he went to the the Packers, I mean, especially too if. If, you know, if this if this guy in the Rams, you know, if he could do, you know, let, let's see what he could do against the 49ers and then potentially in the Super Bowl and I'd be in. You know, I think we, we you look at the Bears schedule, 
you know, and you know, obviously NFL, what makes the NFL great is, you know, seasons flip because who you play and like the matchup of your, your slot games or your not slot games, but like who you're paired with based off of divisional standings, like you know, the bears can make a move, you know, like why, NFC why would you even do that though? Why would you leave that uh, your first year as an OC with, Stafford and the Rams, and then leave you know, for us. He might have a better relationship with Quinn. You which know? Should, would, which would again, that's kind of what I was trying to insinuate. So wouldn't that be a pro? I, I was that I he can pull people and, for, if he can pull people from Sean McVay and the Rams. Isn't and, that? And like, I think it's also pro? a lot of the Justin Fields aspect. It's like yeah. Matt Stafford is, you know, we you know what you're getting. He's from a Stafford. known commodity. And, yeah, he's a borderline Hall of Famer. Um, and, and the Rams are going to have to implode like next year or the year after because of the cap and all the no picks. They don't have draft the, picks. Yeah, they yeah. haven't had a draft pick. They're, I don't know. They're make or break. They're it. Like it's, well, and I'm sure, well, I'm sure and, a big, I mean, and this year it's paying off, right? And yeah, we'll I'm talk sure about a big uh, a, a big reason why he would probably want a lateral move, or he or he would take this lateral move is that. Who gets all the credit for all the play calling and oh, success? Whereas, McVay, whereas, so. whereas we said Quinn will let you be you. Yeah, if they, if he, you know, if he uses the Bears to like springboard his career because he can show how he used Justin Fields and be productive, then you know that's only that's great for him. Also, he, look, look at Dabble. I mean, it seemed like he's got at least a couple suitors because of what he did to Josh Allen. If you could turn Justin Fields into anything remotely serviceable, I think you got it. You, you've springboarded yourself into the head coaching position. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with the, what's his face, the quarterback coach from Kansas City. I'm sure, like, he's not being mentioned in terms of play calling. It's either Reed, Biennemi. You're right. You're right. I, it's, it's no one really, everyone has those question marks about Biennemi because of Nagy. Mm-hmm. But also, it's, oh, how much does Reed uh, have a thing to do? looks pretty good the past couple of weeks. No, I'm just, but you, you, <laughs> missed Ke- you missed Kevin's point of why, I like, why move to the Bears? And he was like, because McVeigh probably gets a lot of the credit, and you want if you go to Quinn's yeah. team, you get You're the, the credit. You're so the you get yes, yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I like it, and it, that just shows. So if that's legit, if that's legit, if that's like his shortlist for potential OCs, I think you got to give him the job. I, I think there's also the aspect, yeah, that I love the chip part, you know, and you know, Quinn is probably a guy who's got a chip on his shoulder, like I pointed out earlier. Got but the best again, out of Matt Ryan. Like if you can win in Chicago. No, LA. That's bigger than winning in Kansas City. Like you will be known. Oh, there's gonna be there's they said there's gonna be more 49ers fans at that stadium this week than there was week eighteen. And they're week eighteen, they they packed that place. Mm-hmm. Um they tried I mean, to they tried to geolocate it where it was like if you, if only you could only buy tickets if you're in the L A area and then they had to, they, they, had to get, they got rid of that within like a day. What team? Like, what you are like, dude? There's 49ers fans in L A. Like, what team was that? That reminds me of like when the National the Predators, Predators used oh, to like yeah. block off Illinois zip codes from buying tickets. So um, stupid! You should not be able to do that. Well, is is there anyone? I'm just glad that we that, that our teams are from Chicago, where that would just that just doesn't happen. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Is, is, <laughs> no. there, is there anyone out, out of those three that we're still looking for that you might be interested? I mean, no, we're probably still. If Harbaugh says, "Yeah, are we, are we picking him over Quinn?" I I, I would I, like I, him to be if he wants to be interviewed. But what I heard and the rumor is he wants ten for ten for a hundred, and, and he's also looking at the Raiders right now. 
Yeah, but ten for a hundred. I heard that no even way. the Raiders, even the Raiders, are like no. Like yeah. we just we just got into that trap. Yeah. Um. Y- no. Not not for ten years. I mean, you got to move. You got to move that down to. I mean, I don't really give a shit about the money because it's McCaskey's money. You know. I mean, it's not against the cap or whatever. But like, I a ten year deal. Like you know the McCaskies. If they have a ten year deal, they'll never fire him. You know. What I mean, if he's yeah, he'll be bad. there forever, especially being a Bears old Bears QB. Like, I was, like, after uh, Harbaugh, like, I was going down the list of, like, potential candidates, and it's just, like, eh, like, Dable, like, eh, like, no, like, just going, like, of what we liked about coaches to possibly be for for the Bears. Dable, I'm, like, eh, you know, kind of like that guru, not really feeling for me. Flores was kind of someone I was thinking about, and then Leftwich, not really for the same reasons as Dable. So I, I think that, you know, Quinn sounds good. I, I wouldn't be upset with any of the three that they pick, um, even if it was Caldwell, even if he is 67 or whatever he is. But I, don't, I, I just want him to hire someone just so we can kind of move along with the process, honestly. Yeah, no, I think that these – but these three candidates, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. There's not a single one that if it's tomorrow that I'm going to be like, son of a bitch. Like, there's yeah. not – Yeah, really, I, I – no, I, like I, I said, I, I would. I love the Caldwell pick, but I just don't because of the age. But like, if he was our coach, I'd be like, all right, let's go, let's get yeah. it. You know, what I mean, like, I, I'm fine with it. But yes, I agree with you, and it's weird that we're all saying that. If Mike, uh, my buddy who's an Atlanta Falcons fan, is listening to our podcast, because him and uh, my buddy Josh were making fun of us uh, three days ago because they were like, "Dude, Dan Quinn, really?" So I mean. You know, I think the thing about Dan Quinn is, I mean, I, it's, it's not a bad option. And, like, I get that, like, we don't watch Atlanta Falca games. Like, I'm sure Mike probably banged his head against the wall a lot of times with Dan Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, especially after you blow Just a Super Bowl. not a lot of discipline. Like, you know, obviously not knowing, not knowing Keith, key and, like, stuff, you know? Yeah, and, like... I think an important aspect from what I've read is that Quinn understands the learning curve that he is, that he has undertook himself, right? Like what are the mistakes I've learned? I can't let this happen again. This is a young talent I have, you know, and and I think that's a big part, right? That's just like a big part of just being an adult, let alone an NFL coach. Like if you can recognize your mistakes and where you need to succeed in and what you need to do better, that's, that's like half the time hiring managers look for in any job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you guys ain't got anything else to add about coaches or GMs. I will say this. Dan Quinn does sound like a good, like tough bears coach, you know, Dan Quinn, like that tough South side Irish name, you know, that's the reason. That's the reason why I think Eberflus is just not good. Cause I could imagine, <laughs> imagine dudes calling in, for, Eber floop and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a question for Eber floop. Uh, <laughs> Yo, flippity flop. <laughs> but again, it, he sounds like, uh, you know. I mean, Caldwell is a good, strong name, too. Like, Caldwell yeah. and Quinn, I will say this, are strong names. Flippity yeah. flop. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to hear, like, <laughs> I don't need to hear, like, oh, Mark from the South Side, we'll take your oh, call. God. Yeah. Yeah, Eber Poop, whatever his name is. He doesn't <laughs> run the ball enough. I, here's, yeah. here's Jacob O'Connor from Local 177. Yeah, tell me about this flippy poop doop. It's know? crazy because I thought out of these three, I thought we would have been not all on the same guy. It's crazy. 
but we'll, yeah. we'll see. And it sounds like we'll from see. today, it and sounds like, like today that Quinn is seems to be favoring up. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if we hear about it either tomorrow or at least by the end of the week that they they snag someone. The one uh, good like, thing with all those like, three guys too is you don't have to wait for any of them. You, you know, know living I mean? in yeah, living yeah. in living in D.C., you're always worried about like the five o'clock news drop. You know, so maybe we get the five o'clock news drop for like the Bears hiring a quarterback or not. I'm sorry, hiring a quarterback, a head coach. That'd be that'd be nice. But uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Jackson, I'm glad you said that. I mean, this I'm sure you guys watched probably all of the NFL playoff games. I did not weekend. watch the Tennessee and Bengals game. No, I was busy, but I but, saw the highlights. I mean, it was a great weekend, but the the best part was oh, Aaron Rodgers. He gone. I, I, could, I can't even. The I Niners. Can't. Kevin, the Niners proved us wrong, and I'm like I said, I hope they do prove us wrong. I can't believe – I can't repeat the phone call that I had with Jackson after the after the game because I laughed so loud. I was, I was having such a great time. I got yeah, very. Was I got asleep. Yeah. Floor was asleep, but you had no idea what was happening. I thought, to be honest, that was such an exciting game. That was and awesome. People, like, people are like, "What do you mean the the Bills Chiefs game was the best game ever?" I like, just how did we? Defenses, how did you just? Everyone knew that the special teams was just ass, and they lose them the game like that. The the best thing about the the like the Niners Green Bay game, like both defenses. We're just stuffing each other like they were hitting out there like it was old school. And then it started snowing and it then was cold. It was, it was like miserable. Like that's how playoff football should be. And like, like even though like you hate the Packers and Packers fans, but like they pan out to the the fans and their shirtless and like overalls and the stands. Yeah, there's, like, there's, there's a guy who's, you know, looks like he just got done killing a deer. But, you know, for the. You know, like I remember texting our group. I'm like, you know, the Niners being down seven nothing going into halftime. This is a win, right? And then they give up that huge play, that 70 yard, you know, wheel route. Um, and I'm like, well, shit, they're gonna come away with at least three here, and they're gonna be down 10 nothing or 14 nothing in that game. Niners defense was able to get that huge sack on third down. You know, Rodgers got lucky that he recovered the ball and like shit well they're gonna be down 10 nothing the way Garoppolo is playing and the way his wide receivers are playing 10 nothing might be the game you know guy um, couldn't even put more than more than 10 points up he, he was keying up on Devontae I, Adams if that's his last game as a Packer that would be great I, I, but I'm just saying like going into halftime if it was 10 nothing that game is over he it's right. like he dude he legit over. he legitimately plays like in the playoffs and, and games sometimes of like, like he forgets how to play quarterback. Like it's crazy that are we talking about Rodgers or Garoppolo? Rodgers. Okay. I was gonna say they both were like that. But <laughs> like Rodgers, like it seems like he's just trying so hard to not throw an interception that it's like like he just doesn't want that stat or something. I don't get yeah. it. Like, like and was, then the, the keying up on Devontae Adams. The key, like, the key play of the game was them blocking that field goal before halftime. Because if the Packers go up by two scores, I think that game's over. Oh yeah. Yeah. That game's I mean, over. That was the last like productive pass that Rodgers had too to And it was uh, a wheel route and he was wide open. To uh, got the running back, uh, Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they didn't dude. run the ball at all with Jones or Dylan. I don't know why, because Lazard and their other uh, Cobb could not get off the line. You know, Devontae was the only one who can get off the line. Um, and then, just sorry, but I'm smiling. Robbie Gold, you know? Oh. Like, 
Robbie Gold so being the right one to put the dagger it. in there. Right when he kicked <laughs> it. Right when he kicked it, it was no doubter. No doubter. Yeah. You yeah. No yeah. Just, fans like you before he even kicked it. You're like, I've seen this before. Like, he's not some some journeyman kicker. Like, he's, hey, that's the second walk off playoff. I was at yeah. his first. All you uh, like, all you hear about is like just the frozen tundra. It goes through Lambeau. Like Rogers plays like shit in he's the five in, and four. He's five and four at Lambeau in playoffs games. Like what? At a certain point, and they would never do it, and they should never do it because it's Lambeau Field. But like, you, if it's Rogers, you would think that you probably would have almost had more success if it was a dome. Not to say they should do it. I'm just saying like he plays like ass in in that weather. You know, I think. It was weird because, like, the Niners got down into the red zone twice, and they only came down with the like, three points, right? They they had that horrible pick Amos got. You know, Amos did a good job of you know letting the wide receiver use the sideline. Who is a who is a free agent, out. by the way? Who Amos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about a reunion? Bring him back. Let's let's pick him up. <laughs> that would be awesome. Him and I, I don't mean, know. What he, he didn't he didn't have that good of a year this year, but. For whatever reason, him and Eddie like to play together, so why not? Whatever. I mean, he'll take. A, it's like a two-year deal, I would say. Look at the band. I I did not know he was. I, bust I was out like, the, bust out the Amos jerseys. Yep. Hopefully, he didn't throw them away. But yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I just, I mean, I loved it. I I loved it. There, there uh, a, a giant. It was an exciting wait, game. Was a giant game. weight is off my shoulders. I thought that this was gonna be this bullshit last dance that he was gonna freaking do it and. This wasn't even close. This was by and far the one game where you almost where everyone was just like, "Yep, that they're they're gonna win. They're the best team in the NFL right oh, now." Oh yeah, everyone. Was, I mean, I myself was gearing up to like, "All right, they're like maybe the Bucks or maybe the Rams will have a chance to beat them in the championship game." I mean, Kevin, I, you I, and I, I it, the, it, it was to the point. It was to the point where. Yeah, it was it was the point where I was glad that that Bills Chiefs game was after because I was telling my wife I was like I got to root for the Chiefs if because if it was before because I I think that the only they're the only team that might stand a chance against the Packers right and that did, and that doesn't even matter the fact that I mean George Kittle Rolling Meadows Kittle. Jimmy Garoppolo Kittle dropped a touchdown too yeah Robbie Gold quarter. like like it, oh my God dude it oh just, I'm sorry I mean, Debo Samuel. That guy's got that guy died for that team. That guy's got the biggest balls in the league. Oh, he did absolutely. His shoulder and his leg, I think, are barely. Don't be surprised when you see a lot of 49ers drafted by me. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I texted my sister because he went to South Carolina. And for those who don't know, my sister's a gamecock. And I was just like, dude, Debo's awesome. And she's like, he did everything. For South Carolina. I was like, really? I'm like, he did everything. He's the only one who scored touchdowns. But she was like, they never use him as like a running back. So him learning how to become like a running back, you know, like his that, what, that, thir- that third and nine where he, or he converted seven. That's like when you knew that they were, even if like, even, even like, you know, it was still up to the kicker to or Robbie Gold to kick the I mean, field goal. Once they got kick. it, you're like, that's well, a, he's it, making it, five yard and, kick. And, and it was crazy because it was it was close and you felt like it wasn't. And the fact that the that Kyle Shanahan does not abandon the run and like you and like you just said like five seconds ago, Jackson, who calls a run there and it works? Like it just pound the fucking football if that's your identity. Just do it. Like I mean wh- real so it was a, it would have been a fifty five yard kick. If they didn't get the first down, right, or if they were stopped, 
And you got to think, man, if it's a two-yard loss, like, you're going to have to punt the ball and just, you know, go to overtime because there's no way. Like, I love Robbie Gold, but he does not have, like, he's not known for the 56-plus-yard field goal. In, in that cold and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's a tough kick. Um, you know, if he gets, if Samuel gets five, six yards and he's just short of a fourth down, you know, you make like a 48, 50-yard field goal, yeah, you bring out Robbie Gold. But to him to get nine yards on the play, and then they get a couple extra yards, you know, they get like three or four more yards just to center the ball. Like you make it a 45-yarder and game over. That was like I love, then, what, I love Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo saying fuck the pack at the end. Oh, with Robbie Gold? Oh. Yeah, he's like, you're a legend. Jimmy Dude. Garoppolo is four and one in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, if you're not rooting he, for the nine, if you're not rooting for the Niners next week, I don't want to talk to you. I'm rooting for the Niners. I'm, yeah, do you know what's I, weird? I, let me let me guys ask you this 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 trivia question. Can you name the last three NFC Super Bowl uh, contenders, or who represented the NFC in the last the, three Super Bowls? The, the, the Rams, the Niners, and then. Um, is the Rams and the Niners and then uh, I don't know the Bucks. The Bucks. Oh wow, yeah. Isn't that weird? Because I had a buddy. Him and I were getting drinks on Sunday watching the the Rams game. Um, I think it, he's like, I think it threw me off because he said contender. I'm thinking like winner, you know? Like yeah, Bucks I, I, winner. Yeah. Because yeah. only two of them have won it, or one of them has won it. Um, he was like, man, I want some more teams, like different teams in the NFL. And I'm like, well, if you look at the NFC, the last three teams who were in the NFC were the last three teams. Yeah, well, and if it, you actually if, Green Bay would have been the newer team because they haven't it, been in it since 2010. We don't have to talk about it too much because everyone knows how good of a game it was. But I mean, you look at the AFC, the AFC is so top heavy with quarterbacks. I mean, like the six best, potentially like the six, seven best quarterbacks in the league could be in the AFC. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Like and they're all young and they're all young. So we, like I know San Fran, you know they had an average record in the league. They were a third place team this year. You know Green Bay kind of coasted to that division. I think it is one of those things where you play in a tougher conference or a division, and you play the Rams. You play you know cream the Cardinals rise to the top kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Even even Seattle had seven wins this year. Even the Charger, even the Chargers of Justin Herbert didn't make it, but they were almost the cusp. They're like, dude, like the AFC is going to be probably. Were, were the Packers? Do you think the Packers are that good, or do you think they just beat the right people at the right time and they just pounded? No, they played well this this yeah. season. They played well, and that's why it's even funnier that, that their team was. Th- th- this might be one of the best Packer teams we've seen, besides the special teams. Yeah, they had a, <laughs> they had a defense this year that wasn't like going to let them down. Like, yeah, it wasn't bad. You saw it. That's what kept them in Do the it game is crazy. Do it is it is kind of funny to think about. The year they went what fifteen and one or four. Like there's been really good Packer teams post since they won the Super Bowl. Like the year they won the Super Bowl, they were like a five seed or a six seed in the playoffs. They barely got in. You know, I think that's one thing that hurt Levy Smith at his end of his tenure. He had the opportunity to knock out Green Bay, and I think the Bears probably would have beaten the Steelers or the Jets in the Super Bowl that year in 2010. And, you know, they let Green Bay off the hook. And obviously the football gods don't like that. But post-Super Bowl win, Green Bay has had better teams since than the team that actually won the Super Bowl. Oh, they're and always they, a, they're always a, they're always a know, top or one or two team. 
they always had, have some of the be- top four best odds in Vegas at yeah, the beginning of the season. They've had, I think the the year after Rogers' first MVP year, the year after they won the Super Bowl, they were fifteen and one, and they lost in the first round. The three of us watched that game at your apartment, Tim. Yeah, they lost to the Giants. There's, you know, wasn't they, even dude, they they uh, you know, and then Dan Quinn kicked the shit out of them in that game. That was awesome. That Atlanta game. I mean, again, just. They, the Niner, they they've they, lost to the Niners. Really, they are reminiscent more. of that of the Saints run in the last you know couple of years too of just these really good teams that just can't that do shit. Out. Yeah, yeah, that can't do shit, and it's just like it's crazy because then you go you go on the Packers sub or you do this and you look at it and you're like it's just a complete you know like different kind of mentality of like it must just suck like you know obviously winning it all is crazy and I would kill for that kind of success you know to to be you know but. It's just nuts that you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, two and, Hall of and, Fame quarterbacks yeah. and only three Super Bowl appearances and only two championships. Right? Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, you can make the argument that they where are here's probably it, where Mahomes is another, the top 10 quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, whereas Mahomes is another probably – I mean, obviously, it's not – the season's – his year is not over. His career is not over by any means, but he looks like he's on the trajectory for the Hall, right? I, I like Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but it seems like that Bills game was kind of it. It seems like he'll, if you ask me, I'm a betting man. Chiefs are making it into the Super Bowl. That's going to be what his third Super Bowl. Third in yep. a row. Only so, Brady's. So yeah, he's already. Brady's. So, so you're saying that he's already Andy Reid in that yeah. category. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. It, I like, mean, Mahomes is he, a Hall of Famer. Mahomes is a Hall of Famer. Or if he doesn't make it this year, if he doesn't make it this year, he's making it another year, right? I mean, I have no idea Absolutely. what you said you broke up. Yeah, it's all good. He said if, if Mahomes doesn't make the Super Bowl this year, he's probably going to make another Super Bowl next would, year. I mean, um, you know, that's the great thing about sports, like, and the, the frustrating thing about sports, you're like, oh, man, this team can go to so many championships, and it's so hard to get there, right? Like, it is such a toll to win one. And... You know, I think that's the thing with like with Packer fans, you know, you know, obviously they won the Super Bowl that year and that wasn't even their best team. They had better teams the year after. And you gotta think to yourself, well, do you know what? We still have Rodgers. Rodgers is just entering his prime. You know, all we need is a defense. All we need is a running back. You know, all we need is like a really good number two um uh wide receiver. And you get all these things or you get up to par with them. And it's just like you forget the basics, right? The special they had three special teams blunders in that game, right? The block field goal to end to go into halftime, which they make that field goal, they win that game. No way Green Bay is going to lose a ten point game in Lambeau the way the Niners were not moving the ball. You have a block punt for a touchdown with four minutes left in the game, like. And also, that was the longest. That ball must have hung up there forever because no one knew where the fuck that ball was. Oh, yeah, Dude, it, it, it had to have gone up so high. There's I, I talked no about way. that with my dad the next there day. There was five <laughs> Niners around it before yes, any. They were, they were just like, where the hell is this thing? Like, my dad was just like, just like, I didn't understand why no one picked it up until that cornerback did. I'm like, Dad, I don't think they saw the ball. I think it hit off a weird part of the arm. And just went straight up. And usually when you block a punt, it goes right back, right? That's the weird thing. It went straight up in the air. And then the last play of the game, they only had 10 people on the field. 
You know, and, it, like, and there was rioting on the wall against us. I mean, what the guy that we thought was a heart attack every time he was going to take a punt looks like a get, pretty much got the Pro Bowl because of that Packers game. <laughs> He's still a heart attack. I mean, like I'm just you're looking forward like to that. not having Rodgers next year potentially and having Fields be. I, there's, I think, the best that quarterback. That, in the there's division. no way. There's no way he's coming back after that. You don't think so? I think there's a chance. No, there's, there's a good art. There's a good there, article on ESPN breaking it down by. There's not, they're not going. Well, they won't have Devonte Adams at least. Like he, they, they can't they keep. Tag, they could tag Devonte. Well, I mean, they're already in so much cap. cap tag Devonte for like thirty million? No. That's from the thing. an organization Devante, that. Dev- yeah. From an organization they're, that doesn't They're like, 50 over the cap, and they're going to tag Devontae? I mean, Devontae's gonna, I mean, Devontae ain't going to play with Roger. Or he's only going to play with Rodgers. Don't they got to re-sign uh, Bakhtari and, J- what is his name, Campbell, the linebacker? I, I, think Devontae's a, I, I think Devontae's a cool guy, but if I'm him, I'm, I'm going for the cash. I'm going for the contract because I saw what just happened at Godwin. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he will be the highest paid receiver, I'd assume. In he, might the the highest, year. he might be the highest paid free agent. You go you go out and get the cash now when the cap's gone up because you don't yeah. know it with COVID and this and all that. You'd be dumb. Your and agents he's, telling he's you dumb things. And you've, up there. you've won. You've won. Like you haven't won the ring, but you've won enough. Like you know, I, you gotta go. Was... You, you go get your bag. Go get your bag, like now. Like, did go you guys get it. see the Bleacher Report article about Devontae Adams and the three teams that who should go after him? No, were the Bears one of them? Bears were like the second or third one to go there, after. There'd be. I don't think he's gonna come here. It, the argument was the Bears have enough cap space and a young quarterback, and like the argument is the cap space opens up once Robinson leaves. So I I'm not going to say no to it. It's not my money. I don't <laughs> think it's likely, but yeah, uh, it's not my, it's not my savings account. You're going after yeah. uh, um, that. That'd be pretty freaking dope. But uh, uh, I, I, we had, I think we'd have an emergency podcast in the middle of the work day. Yeah. But Sorry, kids, I, you're yeah, not learning but, today. It, it, whatever. <laughs> There's just no way he's going back. That guy, it was so great to see him lose. You better believe I watched the whole post game speech of his. Oh my God, dude, it was great. Yeah. You know what? I love, I Jordan love, love. I cannot wait to see you next year. I, I, I love how Rogers is just blaming like, Oh, everyone's just against me because you know, the vaccination and blah, blah. blah. I'm like, no, he said are that. You. Yeah, I'm like people are against you because you're a dick, and you lie, and, then, and they're tired of it. They're and you tired choke. of you, and it's like, like, I get like with your weird family, but you also fuck them over. Like, Aaron, I, I heard a good my buddy who's a Lions fan. Um, he he he's he has this theory about Rogers, is that Rogers was probably the smartest kid in high school at 16 or 17 years old, and like the best athlete. But no one ever challenged him to be better. So he always assumed that he was just smarter and better than everyone. And like he just never learns. And like he doesn't understand like criticism or like I, why I, people don't like him. I was he's like, an arrogant ass, you know? He I really was, is. I was 50 50, 50 50 on him coming back. I, I go 35, think it's 60, 100%. I go, I go like 35, 65. I mean, how nice would it be if the three competing quarterbacks in the division are Love, Cousins, and Goff? Oh, 
That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, especially his OCs going potentially to Denver, and their assistant GM could be out of that too. And dude, like Denver's stacked. If they Denver's could go got get, money too. Denver's got well, money. they they but they got receivers, man. They got they got. They have receivers. Players. They got two running backs. I mean, I they two, they've had just the a poopy quarterback for three years, four years. And he's five. a West Coast guy. You know, he's a West Coast guy. You know, I don't know. I, I'm tired of Rodgers' shit. Like, Hope he goes to Denver because I don't want Russell Wilson to go to Denver because I like when Russell Wilson's in Seattle. I don't know. Just I like that. I, I, yeah, he seems more like a career guy. But I always thought you know Rodgers would be a career guy too. You know, and nah, no, he's a fuck be, ass. He's, a, he's so arrogant. He really is an arrogant asshole. Like he does, he, he's someone who doesn't understand the mistakes that he's made. He's just like, well, that's not my fault. I'm like, dude, you fucking lied. You just literally lied on TV. Well, that doesn't matter. Cause I'm yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's like, it's like arguing with like a 15 year old. Well, I think we could safely say, uh, well, Fuck Aaron Rodgers, and we will be happy to pack your bags. We will pack your. I will you out of send them out. Green Bay, yeah, ride them out of town on a rail. I mean, Jordan Love, please stick around and be like lead Green Bay to mediocrity for the next ten years. That'd be great. I, I texted my cousin. My te- my cousin texted me. She lives in Milwaukee, and she's a Bears fan. And um, she's like, watching the Packers lose the way they do in the playoffs is like the best thing in the world, right? And if the Bears tech, can't win the playoffs, that's the second best thing. It's like, I'm going to bring you down, too. You're, it's like the Simpsons meme. Join us. Join us, Lisa, on the couch. <laughs> oh, I was on I was on the Packers subreddit the entire night of the, after that oh, loss. Oh, I sure. Just doom scrolling with them. <laughs> it, it, the, the worst thing, or I guess, like, the worst but, like, best thing to see is, like, how all these, like, Packers who Packers fans who have just had nothing but success the last 30 years and like cheered for a team that's had greatness like just being like i'm done being a packers fan they can't Good. win with rogers like I, i'm sick of seeing this and it's like how are you jumping ship on a, a team that's been nothing but successful for the last one of the most years franchise like, that just shows that just shows you that they're like everyone there's or mostly are are fair weather fans are hopping on there and rogers and green bay like success so oh, I cannot wait. Little Wayne, for them to who's, who's little Wayne going to cheer for now? Yeah, be Rogers their little farm town owners, sell some extra stock to regain some money back. I um, so I texted her. I'm, she's like, she's like, I hope they suck. I'm like, I don't want them to suck, suck because that means they're going to get draft picks. Like, I want them to have like decades worth of being like seven and ten, right? Where they're they're in a shitty spot in the draft, and they have just below average quarterback play where they think the quarterback can like turn it around and they never draft a quarterback. Like I want them to be like in the exact same spot. The bears have been in since like 1992 to now where it's just like, Oh, you know, you, you might have a flash in a pan in there. I get that. Like, there'll probably be years where Rogers is not there and they go to the playoffs. That happens. But like they're a one hit wonder. They lose in the first round of the you know, playoffs. You know when they can get, you know when they can get good again? When I fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to be. My I want cold them to dead be like, in the ground. I want them to be in purgatory, of just constant like. Well, we might. Well, be they good, already are. We're not. Their team's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Isn't that already purgatory? No, that's hell. That's hell. Yeah, that's that's hell. There's more activity in Hayward, Wisconsin, than Green Bay, 
<laughs> Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. that was just man, that was just a great way to end the weekend. I mean, and then you got to watch another another great game. Uh, and all the Brady. games are great. All of them were good. Yeah. Tom Brady is he retiring? Yes or no? I I'm gonna say it, no. It it sounds like it, but it just it doesn't just doesn't make sense. I'll believe to... it. I'll believe it when I see it. I feel like yeah. Tampa can do one more year of pushing away contracts, like and 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 things like that, and and making moves like that. But I think like in Tampa, his last year is next year. I think that because like the 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 way he went out losing in the divisional round with all the injuries that were on the team with the Antonio Brown thing, I feel like that's not how he wants to to end it. I, I think if he would have lost in the same way, but like. Didn't have all the injuries and all that. Had he the most yards in the NFL this year in the regular season. Yeah, like, and it's not like he's, yeah, it's yeah, not like, it's not like he's like, Manning where he can't throw the ball 15 yards. He's still exactly. got it. So I, I I agree. I think he'll be back, but I mean, it'd be nice. Like it'll be it'll be a sad day when Tom Brady hangs it up, just being like a neutral fan. So that'll be like it's, a. You know, I I was talking about this with a buddy yesterday. And like one day, like there's gonna part be, of my youth is dying because he was there's, there's gonna be an age, there's gonna be a time when LeBron James and Tom Brady won't be, be playing sports, and it's gonna be very weird, you know. But it is what it is, you know. You got, I, I've always thought Tom Brady just wants to beat all 32 teams, um, to prove a point of all the teams that passed him up, you know, like he's that crazy. The, hasn't he beat every team already, yeah. or is he still missing one? Who's he missing? He's got a lot to go but he would still need to play for like another 26 plus years. <laughs> oh, no. Does he no, really? No, every team. Oh, he wants to play every team. He wants to beat every team in the Super Bowl. Oh, in the Super Bowl. I thought he just my, meant my like. Bad. No, he has beaten every team. He has. Got, beaten I was going to say, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah, he beat, he beat the Patriots this year to make it every team. Yeah. He's beaten. Um, yeah, I think he. I don't Which know, is remarkable. He's... Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's insane to beat every team in the NFL. He'll be but. back. He'll be back. But have we, have we got uh, picks for this weekend before we wrap wrap it up? I got to stop you guys for a second. Oh. Wait, what's going on? I got, I got some bear. Bear alert, bear alert. Bear alert. So, what you got for us, Jack? Between one of the most isolated areas in the world, the border of Russia and the United States, that's actually a border there. It's Alaska. Um, there has been polar bears going through abandoned communities. They've never done this before. Uh, these used to be old, like Soviet Union outlook out, like like outlook places, um, and now polar bears are starting to live in them. So you're saying so that there are bear neighborhoods and communities that are popping up. Yes. Yes, it's awesome. What They're do the coming. bears feel about Ukraine? Um, they would say, well, these are probably Russian bears, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know. They would say that You're well, telling me that you're telling me that bears are are have been, accepted a government to rule over them? That I mean, doesn't sound like polar bears to me. I mean, I I hope that they would be pro-democracy, so they would be with us and they would understand that the Ukrainian people are have been you know, persecuted for 
decades, but that's that's another podcast. All right, is someone is someone that, trying to get the bears out of these neighborhoods, or the bears just they're just like well, fuck no, it? No, they, well, they, who's gonna get them out of there? I don't think anyone can. Want to go into those houses where the bears are in? And do and go, honestly, do you want to go, go play Goldilocks? No, when and when you when you told this to me, I did a little bit of research on polar bears, and and I, I found this, and I know this is not close to it, but I think this starts off with. We're kind of fucked, um, except for the Team Bear, uh, Team, yeah, Team Bear Sports Podcast. We're not fucked, but Iceland, I feel like, in 2016, has declared war on polar bears uh, in the sense of the police and the in Iceland have said that killing polar bears in Iceland is the only logical thing to do. Sent you guys an article. I'll definitely tweet it out. Listen, but I think, it, it, I they, think... they have polar bears invading iceland just because of the you know the polar ice caps and whatnot and basically they've they've given people like permission to just shoot them on site and i don't think the polar bears like that so they're moving over to russia to bolster their troops so i think what we do i think what we do is if the polar bears can become a sovereign nation right you let you know you, you strike a deal you know which part of ukraine you know, Russia gets, you know, I, I don't think Russia should get any part of Ukraine personally, but let's say what happens. I'm okay with, in, in return, the polar bear country joins NATO. That's, I think, I feel like that's a fair deal. We get the I mean, bear. we have an alliance with the polar bear nation. Yeah, right? we, they, we, they, you <laughs> know, we gotta set I up a home base. They need to become a part of NATO. You know, I think okay. that's what we're going to have to do. I think they would have a really cool flag. You know, it'd just probably be a bear with like a. They'd probably take the California. They'd probably take like the California state flag, but like actually be like, yeah, we're bears, so we can use this. <laughs> I think it, it'd be it, a, a, just a blank it, flag with like a, a set like of eyes. claw marks through it. There you go. I'm okay with like a bear, like eating like a like a like a seal. Maybe right? Coca Cola will sponsor them. You know, Ooh. they gotta get they gotta raise money. If they're going to be it, NATO, could be the, it could be the California flag, but instead of being a bear, it's human walking well, on all if, fours. If they're going to be in NATO, they got to raise an army, so they're going to need that Coca-Cola money. I, I mean, I just in Iceland, you're going to just say you can shoot polar bears. Like, what the hell is that? Well, and that no. got me thinking. Like, if obviously you're not going to, if people are going out trying to kill bears on site, they're not going to effectively kill probably any polar bears. But if they are, you're going to probably not be able to kill all of them. And you're just going to giving them access to weapons because you're going to kill you. They're going to eat you. And then you, you're leaving your rifle or your pistol or whatever you're using there. Now, now Winter they're... Olympics are coming up. I mean, yeah. maybe they're trying to make their, they're trying to make their, you know, from Iceland. That could be our next week's power rankings is, you know, where do we want to see the bears compete in winter Olympics? Oh, you no, know, we I did like it for that. summer. Like we did it for summer. You know, I, you know, bear fan wrestling, favorite. It was a fan favorite. You know, bears wrestling Russians for the gold medal and bears jumping off the, the high, high bar, the high dive, you know, bears playing hockey. That could be interesting. I mean, Iceland is, you know, great and all. They have uh, Imagine Dragons and, and whatnot. Cheap flights. But, cheap flights. But just, you know, why not just give it to, give it to the bears. Let the bears take over move out, go to a different country, and then just let them have, have their country, and then they don't even have to come Polar up with a bears, new country. Let them become a sovereign nation. They'll join NATO. They'll be a great ally. They'll always be ready to fight. You just pay them in salmon and seals. 
Let them and have their houses. They're, and if they're you're coming. the U.S., you immediately have to make them an, an ally. There's no one on their bad side. You're, you're going to turn down an animal that's 13 <laughs> feet tall. And that's when they invade. The, that's when they invade the gorillas. Oh start, God, that's we, World War Three. You know, Russia is going to try to recruit gorillas, and we can't let that happen. That's why we go with the bears. So I will say that in. as bear fans, you see a lot, I, and I get the Chicago Bears are more of a grizzly. But I would like to see more fans. Uh, I, I don't think the Chicago Bears have have denounced any as other. As a bear. fan, as a fan, they you see fans dress up more as grizzly bears, you know, like bear man. They're, like, they're orange bears. They're, they're they don't or, like the hat fictional. that I have. He looks more like a grizzly. Like for those, I'm wearing a bear's hat with the bear logo on it. It looks more like a grizzly. Like grizzlies are a little bit more puffier in the face. Polar bears are a little bit more narrower, I think. You don't see a lot of fans dress up as polar bears at games. Like, we're forgetting about them, and that's that's wrong. Like, you always see brown bears and black bears, and they're great, but we're forgetting about the most ferocious bear. Polar bear. That'd be cool if the bears did, like, a Christmas-themed polar bear T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I might dabble in that. Well, I think that uh, that's got to wrap up the episode. I mean, what's what's better to end it than with a geopolitical possible, talk? Possible armed bears forming a sovereign nation and being military allies with the U.S. I mean, that just that's how I want to end a podcast. I don't know about you. You know, but, I have yeah. people. I know people who work at the Pentagon. I'll pitch the idea. It sounds good to me. I mean, that was uh, I'm for it. But that was who do we episode... who do we like this week? Oh yeah, yeah. Who do we like? Uh, Kansas City and Niners. Kansas City and Rams, I think, will win. I, I want Bengals and Niners, but I highly doubt Bengals it. And Niners. Bengals and Niners would be such a cool throwback to the 80s. Yeah, Bengals, let's uh, I mean, yeah, I, who are we actually rooting for? I'm Bengals and Niners. But I still think Niners, man, if you could beat that, if you could beat that Green Bay offense, and then, you know, there was a lot of, fumbling a lot of coughing the ball up a lot of choking by that rams offense matt stafford still hasn't had a game in the playoffs where he throws picks that's coming they've already beat him twice and i know that's like you can't beat people three times in the nfl who says so go niners let's go robbie gold kick 12 field goals I'm gonna go niners game. niners chiefs re- replay of two years ago yeah i'm gonna pick the chalk picks ram rams chiefs and that'll just make me very apathetic to watch the super bowl Watch I watched for the halftime show. Watch the Monday night. But man, yeah, it would. I obviously out of all those, I mean, the coolest thing would, yeah, Joe Burrow beating the the Chiefs would be awesome. Oh, absolutely, Joe yeah, Joe Burrow. Cool. All right, episode thirty one in the books. You catch your podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, and then uh, fuck the Packers and go Bears. Let's hope a coaching coaching decision comes soon. Go Bears. Go Bears. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!